Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> to episode 77 of the Degenerates Clubhouse. Mondo, I have a joke for you. What's the joke? Uh, I did not know what to wear to my first meeting of premature Ejaculators Anonymous. So I just came in on my pants. I like it. <laughs> I like it. The whole kind of space was like, it was like going back between being disappointed and amused and he couldn't really pick which one he wanted to go with. It's a little bit of both. Uh, I hated that. I, I, I always, because I never had, when I was growing you know how some kids have, some guys have wet dreams when they're growing up, especially like right around puberty. Mm-hmm. I never had wet dreams. But I always was scared because I would get boners, right? Like your, you know, guys' fucking hormones are super yeah, active. You get boners in the middle of class. I was always get scared that I would like nut in, in like in my pants, like in the middle of school, like in class. Wait, that was a real fear. It was, yeah, yeah, it was. I was scared because, like I said, I didn't have wet dreams. I jerked. I mean, I jerked off, but I was always just like. <sighs> I got a boner in class. Holy shit. Just don't like... I mean, you weren't like rubbing it, were no, you? No, 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 no. <laughs> but I was always scared that maybe that would be a thing that could accidentally happen. Like I would fucking jizz myself. I, I was never afraid of that, but there there was definitely the issue of boners. I mean, when you're... Especially a high school guy, like you just you can't help it. There's, there's you, you look at a, a loaf of bread that just has a nice curve to it. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> the fucking thing has a mind of its own. What the hell? But, you had, to, you had to do... Is there a name for the uptuck? You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, where you like kind of put it in like your, your waistband. Your waistband. Yeah. I guess you just call it the uptuck. I don't know. I feel like there probably is a name for that. And if it's not the uptuck, maybe it should be. But yeah, that is that is a maneuver that high school guys have to learn. Because you, you have to... Especially especially depending on where that happens, you kind of like have to learn how to uh, negotiate that through your pocket. So it's like, yeah, no, don't look at this. I'm just putting my hand in my pocket like a normal person. I'm just, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> That's it, Degenerates. You got to find out what the name of that, if that, if that, if there's a name for it, email us. There, there has to be. Or send us the, yeah, there has to be. We, If not, why not send us an email or something on our social media giving us, giving us names for it, what we should call it. We should, we should name it. We should name it here in Degenerates. We can be the inventors of the term. But you know who wouldn't have the social graces to do the uptuck? Who would just let full mast out in their sweatpants in the middle of high school? Duh. Would be well. It'd be it'd be Florida boy, <laughs> the larval form of Florida man. Lar- larval form. <laughs> Is Florida man not hatched? Does he hatch from like an egg? Yeah, I think so. Don't they? I guess. They they aren't bur- like like alligators. Alligators come out of eggs. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So yeah, Florida man. Uh, Clearwater man survives a three-story fall in Samash Music Store burglary. And and yeah, this thing is littered with, with ads and pop-up shit, so it's kind of going to take me a little... Pl- I, hold on. I, I picked the story because the last Florida man we did was also somebody falling through a ceiling. And I was like, oh no, they just one-upped it. Like, this guy must have seen that story. He's like, no, no, no. I'm I, I'm gonna just full on like cosplay Grand Theft Auto because when I, re- I read this I was like this sounds like something that would actually happen in Grand Theft Auto Three so proceed. Police said the suspect broke into the building. Oh, fucking ads! 
uh, from a window near the roof and lost his balance while walking a ledge inside the building. A Clearwater man is facing burglary charge after police said he broke into a Samash music store and survived a three-story fall in the process. That's got to hurt. That's got to suck. But sucks to be you. Police said the man broke into a music store, which is located in blah, 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 in Clearwater, and used to be a large open banquet hall and for decades was a popular restaurant Kapok Tree Inn at about 4.45 a.m. on October 20th. The man got into the building through a window near the roof and walked the perimeter ledge around the building. He then lost his balance and fell three stories, striking a lamppost and a guitar display <laughs> on the way down, police report said. Holy shit. Uh, the suspect used an amplifier to break through a glass door. Wait, I just want to say all these all these guitarists, musicians who are like bashing guitars on stage, you fucking pussies, do it like a real man. Yeah, do it from the top of a fucking three-story building. <laughs> Swan dive pussies. three stories to break your guitars. Uh, the suspect used an amplifier to break through a glass door and leave the building, police said. He, le- he left a trail of blood, which was connected to him via D- DNA analysis, according to court documents. Police reviewed videos from five different ring camera surveillance systems, which showed a vehicle driving around the area that resembled the suspect's 2009 four-door silver Kia Spectra. An equipment trailer burglary was reported around the same time. The suspect was also arrested in connection with that case. So I guess this guy went and stole like a trailer... Thinking yeah. he was gonna jack all this, heavy, you know, expensive music equipment, throw it in the trailer, and get away. He was really just—he was going Grand Theft Auto. He's just running through things, stealing stuff. I really like the product placement in this story. I kind of miss that. Yeah, the, like it's—he was captured on the Ring camera available on Amazon. And for, then they, <laughs> they go and describe his his, 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 his Kia, two thousand nine four door silver Kia Spectra. If you've just fallen three stories into a Sam Ash music store and have to make a bloody escape. Nothing will provide a getaway vehicle like Kia. Suspect was arrested on blah 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 blah. Uh, county jail two days later on ten thousand dollar bail. Released from jail. Oh, you know, uh, at least it didn't. At least he didn't steal like one shoe, or you know what I mean. Like a, <laughs> it was twenty left shoes. <laughs> I wonder. Do you, do you think? Do you think he he ate shit? He fell. Do you think he actually got away with equipment, or did he just no. say fuck it? I'm I'm out of here. I'm 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 fucking beat up. Time to make my escape. I I think I think he was just like a wounded animal dragging himself out of there. Just I mean, literally lefty trail of blood. I, I I don't think he was in any shape to execute the rest of his perfectly planned heist. His heist, yeah. Well, that was it for. Uh, that was it for Florida Man this week. Do these people not scout this shit out at all? Like, he obviously had figured out that there was a window he could get into. Did he not think to bring some sort of like rope or it's just like, how did he think he was going to get down? That's what I'm kind of curious about. Also, also, okay. He's got a trailer thinking he's going to get, like, get out of there with a bunch of equipment. and, and yeah, He's just going to leave his car. <laughs> is, the equipment is like heavy as fuck. Was he thinking he was going to just, just do all this by himself? Like, Was he going to go like do this back and forth multiple trips? Because like, yep. you can grab a guitar in each hand or a bass in each hand, but like, if you're going to steal like amplifiers and that kind of shit, like some of that stuff you can't do by yourself. Like You have to have help. I think we've ascertained this guy's perception of both space, like, you know, space from a third story window to the floor and time, like as in how much time it takes to load up an entire trailer with equipment, probably not the strongest. So, you know what? He was just living his own reality. And uh, yeah, I think he thought he was going to get away with this heist. Yeah. Fuck that. These guys are not very smart. Uh, Moving on to the world of Reddit. Reddit question number one, sir. 
What life advice can just fuck off? The, the, when, and it's always when shit is not going well. People are like, don't worry. Everything happens for a reason. I hate that one. Like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I hate that one, dude. It, I mean, like, and you know what? Maybe in the broad sense it does. Like, you know, there's some consistent laws that are governing the universe and all, all matter cannot be created or destroyed. It can only change forms, blah, blah, blah. But like in that like sort of minute, like, yeah, every little bit of your life happens for a reason because there's a, a special plan for you specifically. I just, I have a hard time. What sucks about it that. is like, no one likes to hear that when they're, when they're in the down, right? Like when they're in the bottom, no one wants to hear like everything happens for a reason. Cause it's just like, why me? Why am I getting fucked? Like what, what did I do wrong? Like, is this a karmic thing? Like, why 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 is this all this bad shit happening to me? But when it's good stuff happening to you, nobody everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, I deserved it." Well, well, well that's the so, sometimes sometimes things do happen for a reason. Sometimes it, it's something that someone's brought upon themselves, you know, sometimes it really requires a lot of introspection, like and I I, I do remember I had I had a a player that I coached who was like, "I just don't understand why this stuff always happens to me." And I was like, Okay, like I understand this is a, a crappy situation, but let's take a step back, right? Like, so you 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 got busted for having bottles of wine in your dorm closet when you're not 21, like, and, and she's like, yeah, but I was like, I was like, oh, no, I, I understand, like, I get it, and and she's like, yeah, but my RA was really mean to me, and I was like, right, but didn't you tell me that? You, you really gave your RA a hard time before because they had... St- okay, this is let me just paint a picture of this kid. <laughs> they had stolen a traffic sign from on campus and hung it in their room. And then they got busted for that and then really chewed out the RA. And then, and then the RA was just had was completely like, all right, fuck you. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get you... I guess it was two of them, bitches, plural. And, and uh, you know, so then they they searched, she searched her room for because for, they were noisy or something. I'm like, that one's like, you gotta, yeah, yeah. Any little piece of that, like individually, the, the RA, the, the people that were um, in charge of discipline were probably being a little bit unfair and rough to her. But cumulatively, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you see how you behave towards them. I'm like, you gotta, you gotta, gotta take your, part in that into to play but then on the flip side there's some people where it's like you did nothing to bring this upon yourself like you just got cancer out of the blue like this is fucking bullshit this didn't happen for a reason it just happened because like i said like we've evolved in a biological way where we get shitty diseases and it's not because of something somebody did or karma or anything like that it's just fucking sucks Fuck you, everything happens for a reason, people. Uh-huh. Doesn't. Uh, Sometimes some things happen for a reason. The one, the the life advice that, that kind of, it just like, just doesn't sit right with me at all is the one where, you know, got like guys have always said like happy wife, happy, or happy life, happy wife. I'm like, wait a minute. Isn't a marriage supposed to be 50-50? Isn't it supposed to be like, like you're both in this thing together? Why is it like... Why is it like you have to make her? Because like, what if the woman that you marry is an, an imbalanced fucking just psychotic fucking like she's just not doesn't have all the nuts and bolts there, and you're doing everything to make her happy, and then you're in you know, and you end up being miserable. Like you know what I mean? Like so, I I don't I've never liked that happy wife happy life well, saying. Well, Amanda, I think in that scenario there is one thing that you really do have to take into account. It said everything happens for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think in that case, the reason is you had really low standards. Yeah. And you, you, because if you didn't figure out that she's that psychotic prior to marrying her, then maybe that's on you a little bit. Yeah. 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 You know, and and, yeah, it's just, again, it's always the, the dynamic of relationships has changed uh, this, these last 10, 20, 30 years, you know, women are becoming more independent and, and Mm -hmm. they can do a lot more that they weren't able to do before. And, and I just think if that's going to happen, if if that power dynamic is going to shift a little bit, then then the whole the relationships should shift too. It's not just it's not just like have your cake and eat it too. Like no, I just well, well I think that's the thing though. I think historically, it, it like in the relationship dynamic, you know, circa twenty thirty years ago, it was the wife doing the heavy lifting to make sure the guy was happy. Yeah, and that happy wife happy life thing is more like. Dudes, like, just do fucking something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's doing every, you know, I mean, yeah. and that's, again, that's that's a generalization. There's certainly, uh, I'm sure there's some housewives that were just like, yay, I'm on permanent vacation. I'm not doing fuck all. And, like, yeah. the husband have to, but, like, generally, it was the wife thinking, like, let me make sure that he's got this and that and his clothes are clean and, like, doing all the, all the stuff. And it's just, you know, the husband not thinking about that as much, but... I think I think you are right. I mean, I, I think it should, it's more of a maybe more of a two way street now. I, I, I it should be it should be more of a two way street, but it's it's not like that part hasn't really <laughs> found well, its balance uh, yet. Although I do think I think in general, again generalization, I think in general women are better at thinking about things like that. Like, oh, how is this making my partner feel? You know that that kind of thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I think for the yeah. A lot of times, us guys were fucking oblivious. There's, there's that that meme. We're oblivious. There's like that meme that's used over and over again. It's like I'm sure you've seen it, Aaron, where it's like a woman and a guy are in bed together, and the guy's yes. like rolled over <laughs> on one side, he has a blanket over him or something, and the woman's like kind of looking over her shoulder, looking at her, like I wonder what he's thinking. I wonder if he's thinking about this bitch, blah blah blah. And he's like, he's like it's, thinking about football it, or is something. Is Conor McGregor gonna lose his Bentley yeah, after yeah. the latest arrest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, that's true. I mean, for the most part, we. It, it, we're oblivious to it. We don't. We don't. We don't uh, uh, realize that it's important for us to kind of do that kind of like mental check in. I guess if you want to do with the with yeah, the significant the, ever. Well, and that, that's the, even even the the quote unquote crazy women like they're doing that constantly. Oh yeah, and and sometimes it's for nefarious purposes. Like, ooh, how can I twist this thing? But again, mostly in in general, I mean, it's it's a it's a spectrum, right? And, like, and there are some guys like that too. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like. It's like you've got the super emotionally intuitive, very sensitive side of the spectrum and like the blockhead, like literal, I'm only thinking about what's right in front of me side of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if it was like a little like dot graph, like more guys would be towards the literal side and more women would be towards the emotional side. But you've got, you have some women who are super literal and and some guys who are, um, they're, they're very, they're very deep in their feelings. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a nice way to say it. Uh, Let's see what the Reddit redditors have said for that question. They're, they're uh, in touch with their feelings. A user Creek Upwood writes, "Money doesn't bring happiness. Maybe not, but with it, I can pursue the things that make me happy." Yeah, m- n- people that have said money doesn't buy happiness. Um, I, it's a it's a tricky thing because they, there are people out there that are not very well off that are completely, you know, in or I would say in bliss, but they're happy. You know, they're 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 content. You know what, Mondo? To to counter that. He says money doesn't buy happiness, but money buys a jet ski. Yeah. Have you ever seen someone sad on a jet ski? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> exactly. 
So I think, I think, uh, I think if you allow money to be the purpose of life, it can actually make you unhappy. Like, like the constant pursuit of more and more and more, and it's mm-hmm. it brings stress. So I just think that, like, it's it's a necessity. You can't li- you can't live life without having some amount of money. Well, in all seriousness, so they have done studies on this. There's a certain amount of money where it's it really does buy happiness to a point, and then after that amount of money, then there start to be diminishing returns. Yeah. So it's like once it, it was it's basically it was like there's a, a level of money where like all your basic needs are met. You're not gonna you don't have to worry about your house, your your payments, anything like that. You have enough money to to go out and do things, go on trips, vacations, yeah. and like that. You know, and what, it wasn't even that much, it, it, but after that there were diminishing returns because then you have to work longer hours. You don't get to be around your loved ones. You're sacrificing other things so you can work more all that sort of stuff. So the, the, like just that basic security and just not being stressed about money and paying for groceries and things like that, like that actually is a key to happiness. So there's a fucking stupid saying user Hugh underscore Manatarian. You know, you know what? This is what I think, Mondo. Whoever says that has never been so poor yeah. that they're buying the tub of Walmart ice cream for five dollars. Uh, <laughs> that that was that that was a a, a part of, of Moses Moses Storm's uh, stand up comedy special. Uh-huh. That that was the part that I related to the closest because he was talking about the five dollar tub of Walmart ice cream, and he's like, "Yeah, my mom wanted it because she she just wanted the bucket and the the the, the <laughs> like five gallon bucket of Walmart ice cream was less expensive than just the normal mopping bucket. Ah. Like how bad does ice cream have to be to depreciate the value of a bucket? <laughs> um, going back to the Reddit answers, uh, user Hugh underscore Manatarian writes, follow your dreams and you'll never work a day in your life. My version is capitalizing on dreams can be the fastest method of turning them into nightmares. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cause you have to be able to do that kind of self-reflection and be like, like, I mean, some people that let's just say, I'm not going to use me example. I'm horrible at basketball. I'm never going to be a fucking basketball player. But if my dream was to be a basketball NBA player, even with all the work and all the stuff, I'm probably just not athletic enough to, to be in the NBA. It's just, I mean, no amount of me practicing a shot 10 million times is going to get me into the NBA. It's just not going to happen. You might've been able to do basketball. Basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Could have. User Jim wish 32 writes, kill him with kindness. Fuck that. Sometimes a person needs to be told what's up. Yeah. Sometimes you need to kill them with explosives. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was it for Reddit question. Number one, Reddit question. Number two, <laughs> straight people of Russia what's the gay st- oh I'm sorry straight, straight people of Reddit <laughs> there, there, are on, there are only straight people in Russia yeah, there yeah. are no there are no, no gays allowed in Russia yeah. straight people of Reddit there what's the go. gayest thing you've done uh, okay I, I, have a, I have a story around Uh-oh. this one Uh-oh. but and it's it's not that much so, so the very simple answer would be my costume for the last year that Erotic City was on campus mm-hmm but I, I need to set this up a little bit because I, I just remember having this one moment of clarity when things were going terribly wrong in Erotic City. I'm like, why am I wearing this? So 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 just to, to we've talked about Erotic City before, but have we uh, a little bit on the podcast? But basically, it was it was just a campus event. It was a party that our fraternity would throw, and it was basically like 
okay, we're going to take the inclination to do slutty Halloween. You know what I mean? Like there, mm-hmm. there are many girls in particular who are like, I'm going to be a cat for Halloween, I'm but I'm, be a, slutty I'm a slutty cat, cat or I'm a slutty mate. Or, and, and we're like, let's just take out the pretense and just everybody full slutty. Mm-hmm. So it's just drink, you know, dressing up in lingerie and risky outfits, you know, the guys too and everything like that. And the last year that we had it on campus, we had uh, a little bit of, of a back and forth with the administration because we're like, well, this this venue is not big enough to hold the event. And I was trying to get them to move it to the cafeteria. Like yeah. there was this little like uh, club, it had you know, and it was. I'm trying to think back. The whole thing might have been like two, two, three hundred square feet. It was small, and there was you know a little bit of room uh, outside where there there was like a little cafe sort of thing. But it, it was it was not nearly big enough to hold an event that most of the school wanted to come to. Yes, and we we no, no this is a humble brag, but we had the two biggest events on campus. At all of, of of everything of everything, to the two biggest at one point one of our other parties Monokai was like on Playboy magazine like top top ten part college parties in the in the nation. So humble brag, we had some pretty big events. Um, On this this was a good event. Yeah, and like I said, almost the whole campus wanted to come to. Probably some people that weren't even part of campus wanted to come Be, to it. Yes, and and even the people you would you would think this is not for them, like the people that were like the the bookwormy whatever like. They went to this event because it was such a fun time. Like, yes, people got like you know scantily clad, whatever. But it was like music was pumping. There was drinks, and it was just a really. I, I mean, it was it was like oh, there's there's this really like shy, modest girl that I see in my like English lit class, you know, and she's talking about Jane Eyre. She's gonna be in like a push up bra and panties yep. like yep. this this weekend. Uh-huh. Let's do it. Yep. Um. So all that said. We, we go into this knowing the event venue is not big enough. And to make matters worse, the school was like, well, since it's not big enough, we'll just tell the students that once they go in and leave, they can't, they can't go back in. Yeah. So the, the students' response to this was like, oh. I'm just not leaving. And on top of that, I'm going to get so shit-faced that I don't have to drink more alcohol later in the night. I'm yes. just going to go in completely loaded. Yes. So flash flash forward to like pre-parting was like to the nth degree. Oh yeah, P- people are just are showing up blackout drunk. Yeah. You know, and flash forward like 3 hours and there's a huge line outside waiting to get in. There people are throwing up in the bathrooms. Ambulances are coming cuz I think it was like two or three people had alcohol poisoning. <laughs> and and I'm I'm sitting there in my costume as the the head of what was he the head of like student life sure remember old Barney yeah yeah all those the, fucking the head asshole. of student life I mean it was a pretty high this dude is fucking freaking out he's like oh my god there's there's ambulances and there's people and there's there's vomit in the bathroom but I'm like I'm trying to just like talk this guy down from from having a nervous breakdown and actually logistically figure out what to do and this is the moment I'm like oh no. What the fuck am I do- wearing? This is the gayest thing I've ever worn in my life. <laughs> so, so backtrack a, a couple of days ago, I was in you know one of the, the I think the stores in in uh, what's the Whittier Mall called? The Whittier Mall. There's a, there's a oh, mall. The Whitwood Mall. The Whitwood Mall. The, the yeah, one, yeah, yeah. In the Whitwood Mall, and I see Popeye the Sailor Man boxer shorts, and I'm like, cool, that's gonna be part of my costume. And so then I go get a sailor hat, and I and and this and then. I was like, you know what? I need I need something to take this to the next level, right? It's Erotic City. You got to go big. So I went to a spray-on tanning place. 
and th- those things are wild. Like you're just standing butt naked in in like a like a little sauna booth, uh-huh. and you're just getting sprayed by this stuff. You have to close your eyes, and you're like feeling the spray like go up your ass crack. You're like, uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have a nicely tanned ass crack, I guess. Yeah, you're supposed to got all the spots. You got to get your taint and everything, dude. It gets it gets the whole the the. <laughs> The shaft, the balls, oh, the chain. I mean, you're you are tanned head to toe. I guess not foot. You're the pads of your feet. That's the only thing that's not tanned. And so, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm this like dark, like like rich tan, and wearing a sailor hat and boxer shorts. As absolute chaos is erupting in the club, there's ambulances, and I'm like just just trying to talk the head of student life. That's what he was, the head of student life, down from a nervous breakdown. I'm like, it's like okay, Barney. Uh, is I mean, is anyone throwing off up in the bathrooms right now? And he's like, no, because he wanted he just wanted to shut the whole event down. Yeah, he was like, we just got to get everybody out. I'm like, I'm like, is anyone throwing up now? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, let's close off the bathrooms. We're gonna stop letting people in, and then we're gonna, you know, the ambulance is already here, so like you don't have to worry about that. And I'm like, step by step, and I'm like, I'm just the whole time in my head, I'm like, I am in a spray on tan and a sailor hat, <laughs> like, yeah, talking to this little dude. Um, and can I just give the epilogue to that story? Sure. This was this was my one like Animal House sort of moment where uh, I got I got called in to talk to Tracy Poon, who's the what the fuck was she? She was the vice president of something. Um, she was Barney's boss basically, and Barney's there, and I was there. I think there was a Lancer with me, but he didn't say anything. And she, they were just chewing me out. I just sit, you know, this was irresponsible. The club wasn't big enough to handle it. There was alcohol poisoning, blah blah blah. Like I, it was like twenty minutes of that, and then and then. They kind of come up for air. I was like, all right, like, are, are you done? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, so first, I agree with you. We told you all this yep. beforehand. Yep. Um, you guys clearly cannot handle an event this big. So I'm going to take this off your plate. And uh, I'm, we're just going to run it off campus because I just don't think you guys can handle that. Yeah. So good day to you. And uh, I don't think we really need to talk anymore. And just mic drop, walked out. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and what and what sucks is the school because we threw these big ass parties, and and I mean, it's not just like the experience that you and I going through as students are. Those experiences we're using to like make the events better and make them tick. It's like the guys that graduated five, ten, fifteen years before us know some ticks, tips and tricks, and they're mm-hmm. always trying to guide us to do it the hey, you got to do it this way because of this, this, and this. So we go into these meetings with these these facilitators, faculty members, whatever, with this knowledge like, hey, this is why we need to do this, 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 this. But because they already have this agenda like no i know the right way like we're gonna do it the way we i wanted to do because i'm the administrator here we're like okay and every year it's like we fucking warned you guys we told you guys like it's 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 fucking pathetic and what sucks is that those faculty administrators that are in charge of these of, of like trying to get these things organized they're a revolving door there's like like every three four years is a new fucking face mm-hmm. and so we got to explain this shit all over again to the new person like hey this is why we need to do this, this, and this. You know, and the weird thing, I, I didn't actually enjoy attending those events as like as just a normal gen pop student. Yeah. But I really liked throwing them. It yeah, was yeah. fun. And yeah. I, you know what? I liked it even more when I could go full Van Wilder style and I had my own Indian manservant to, <laughs> to go do all the, the legwork. Wait, who's your Indian manservant? Dude, dude Sonny was amazing. <laughs> when, we, when we actually did Erotic City off campus... 
I, I like I didn't actually have to do any of the shit. I was like, okay, there's the venue, great. Like he went and got the venue, and like he did so much of the legwork. It was great. And all like, I had how to do, dare you call him an Indian manservant? All I, all I had to do is let him think it was all his idea, and I was great with that. Good yeah. job, Sonny. You did it. it Sonny, was, Sonny was good with that kind of shit. One hundred percent, you. He, he's really good with that red tape, dealing with those fucking assholes, and he just had the patience for it. Whereas. I did have the huh. patience. I would have gotten it done, but I liked it a lot better when he did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, like, I I, re- I recall my senior year where we did uh, Monokai. Like we had that fucking thing so organized, so like it was. Well, what, there was a few hiccups. People got it was the, the night of uh, the night of the rests of everybody going to uh, the jail for the night or for a couple hours. But outside of that hiccup. Um, we had like our own security guy like watching the the Lancer room. Like mm-hmm. we had like a little Lancer, like a little yeah. only Lancers could get in. And for whatever reason, some fucking security guard had to like, take it upon himself to like, are you a Lancer? Are you a Lancer? So it was like, cool, we have a guy like like bouncing people out for us. That's fucking awesome. Oh, just just to just God, I'm I'm going into so much like like uh, epilogue. But the next year when we did throw it off campus. Uh, one, I learned from my mistake. I was like, instead of going like gay sailor, I'm just going to try to go like PQ Hefners. So just in case something happens, I can just, you know, kind of cinch up the robe and, and look a little bit less ridiculous. Yeah. We hired, f- I think it was four security guards uh-huh. and then three uh, uniformed police officers. And the absolute best part of that was the infamous Officer Goodman, the... the, the <laughs> The, fu- the, the, the fucking the uh, chief antagonist of the Grand Theft Front incident, which is a story for another time. Uh-huh. He showed up to fucking work the event, uh-huh. and I got to tell him like, I, I, like, I actually had him throw somebody out, and I singled him out specifically. I'm like, "It's like uh, Officer Goodman." He's like, "How do you know my name?" Was it? And like, you yeah, see you the gears turning. You don't remember me, you fuck. No, I was very professional. I'm like, could you escort that uh, young gentleman out? He's being a little bit rowdy. He's like, okay. They 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 loved it. Yeah. The officers were just like chilling there and like looking at scantily clad Dude, women. Look, yeah, they got to look at. Just think about it. You're a policeman. You've gone you've gone through your training, whatever, and you could be uh, like doing the beat or doing some other shit. But oh, no, you're yeah. you're assigned to monitor this party where all these chicks are like half fucking naked. Uh-huh. Like, hell, fuck yeah, well, sign well, me up for that shit. Well, like I said, and on top of that. We had four security guards, so yeah. the police didn't. They were just chilling. Yeah. They didn't have to do anything except for the exactly. one time I, t- I made Officer Goodman get up and, and escort someone out. But the yeah. rest of it, they were just like eye candy and like uh, if if somehow they could have been drinking on the job, that would have probably been peak for them. But anyhow, that uh, was that was a whole long thing. But that but the the sailor outfit with the spray on tan, gayest thing I've ever worn for sure. I, I don't really have a whole lot of gayest things I've ever done. I guess I guess the gayest thing as things I've done is I have kissed some of my bros on the cheek. Like, you know, when they're having, you know, rough times, you give them a hug, give them a kiss on the cheek kind of a thing. Like I've I, I'm kind of a little bit of a softie already. So when I see one of my friends like kind of hurting her in a down, you know, I've done I've done the like bro thing, like give him a hug, give him a kiss. So that's the gayest thing I've done. We do some pretty gay things during pledging, but nothing like gay gay it's just kind of like okay that's dumb like why are we doing that but okay so wait wait hold, hold, first of all what what gay things did you do during pledging i mean you're sleeping in the fucking room with like 10 other do- or however you bring your pledge in, class in the room or the same bed i don't think i slept in the same bed with dude with broskies i don't think i have i maybe i have <laughs> I can't remember. Maybe you know, he has. You drink. You forget. You like, ah. Have you ever slept in the same sleep sleeping bag on uh, one of the retreats? No. 
Sleeping tent? Yeah. You know what? Yes. Yes. Not like <laughs> not when they're zipped not when it's zipped up like for meant for one person, but like well, you know how you splay them open, like wide yeah. open? And then you'll like layer them to kind of create padding. So yeah, uh-huh. I sleep I slept in the same tent with with dudes. Okay, like, no, I don't know which one of you is the big spoon and which was the little spoon. I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> I might have been all of them. I might have been the one in the middle doing the. Oh, uh, you, you're the meat in the, in the, the Lancer sandwich. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't care. Okay, now the only other thing, uh, I just want to say, Mom, I'm a little bit personally hurt. Why? So you, ne- you never gave me a kiss on the cheek. Okay, I'll give you a kiss on the cheek later. God damn, Jesus. I mean. <laughs> Unless it happens on camera, oh no, <laughs> not gonna happen, dude. Not gonna Did it happen. Really happen if there's not YouTube proof. <laughs> do you? Do you? If if okay, hold on. How about this? If we if we ever reach more than fifty uh, like followers, I will one hundred percent kiss Aaron on the, live on camera. So tell your friends, spread the word about the Degenerates Clubhouse. Get us some more subscribers and followers, and uh, we're gonna make this bromance happen. I don't, I don't if that's the incentive they need. <laughs> They're like, nobody wants to see that. I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe some of my friends, our friends might be like, fuck that. Now we got to ju- just to get them to do it on camera. On Remember, this is going to be, this would be on Twitch and on YouTube. And those videos are there forever. Or the, at least the YouTube ones are there forever. So yeah. <laughs> and that's a good incentive. And you know what? The one thing this, uh, this, this, this is a little bit aside yeah, you you can put that on there. I mean, a kiss on the cheek, man. That's that's hardly gay. That's that's guys just being comfortable with their masculinity. I guess, but see, but to some people that might be exactly. gay. Some yes. guys that might be like, oh, that's not gay. Lips to skin. I, ah. But there, there's a line. I think that's on the that's on the to me that's oh, on wait, the non gay. Hold on, line. I got another gay. Do, do you remember ball tricks? Yes, <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Uh, you know, some of our brothers did yes. did ball tricks, and I was there to watch them. I was like, huh. I never saw the ball tricks. I only heard about them. It was like, it was like a puppet show you didn't want to watch, but you kind of like like a train, like a car accident. You kind of can't help but like to stare. It, it, was, like, it the- was a it was a puppet show, but instead of Kermit the Frog, and it was it was the bat test testicular puppets. No, it was uh, the, I remember it was the bat. They did the bat wing or the Batman. I forget what that one was called. And then there was the brain. <laughs> you can imagine just use your imagination there was other ones I just don't remember the names of them we, we gotta ask we gotta ask uh, those bros what the, what the names of those things were. oh that was Alf that was Alf the guy in my lineage the guy in my line uh-huh. would put like glasses over his his cock and you know how Alf's nose has like that like kind of kind of looks like a dick so he'd put glasses like sunglasses over his cock and it was like it looked like Alf okay so so there were, there was uh, penis involved in, in ball tricks. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't quite. It wasn't. It wasn't exclusive to the nutsack area. It was there was you used all your genitalia to Got it. your advantage. I was going to say I can't think of one other. It can be considered gay. It can when I teabagged. Uh, oh. <laughs> 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 I forgot about he, that. Sorry. He, 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 for whatever reason, he was annoying the shit out of. Everybody that day, which is kind of common for Bro- brother, brother Ricky, rest yeah, in peace. yeah, rest in peace. Sorry, I had tea bagged you, dude. Um, and he was sitting in this chair that was pretty low to the ground, and I want went up behind him, put my nuts in his top of his head, and he didn't, he didn't think I did it. Like he didn't think I did it. He didn't believe me after everyone was like, "Oh, you got tea bagged." He, he just couldn't, he couldn't believe it was the truth. And so I kept egging him on. I was like, "You like tea? I like tea." <laughs> So I just kind of kept egging him on. So finally, he got mad and he threw a football in my face, like 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 within like three feet away from me. He just like launched it. It didn't hurt. I was too drunk. 
I actually I do remember that because no one would expect Mondo to do that. Like he just he'd been biding his time, and he's like, ah, balls on your forehead. Yep. <laughs> it just uh, it was I was just up to up to my neck with whatever he was annoying me for. But anyway, um, moving on. Some other answers uh, the Redditors gave us. User Scream, Screamy Narwhals writes, I was in basic training. The showers in basic were just this square room with shower heads all around the outside and a small four-foot opening on the end to go in and out. Well, in basic training, they turn, turned, they tend to hurry you up to, to hurry you up a little bit whenever you do anything. In a rush to get out, I side-shuffled face-to-face with this other guy that was coming in through the opening. Somehow, oh. our dicks contacted down near the base <laughs> and stood alongside each other like a cool handshake or something. We looked into each other's eyes and said, we will never speak of this. And I said, yep. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It's not like they're docking or something. This is a not longer answer, but uh, I'll just... Uh, I'll go ahead. I'll read it. The user, that Mike guy 84 writes, Best friend is gay. He's a couple years older than me, so he has been going to bars for a while before I turned 21. He had a gay bar that he loved and would always talk about the new friends he would make there. And since he was from the deep south and kind of newly out, he just felt like he finally had people that got him. Mm. Anyway... The day I turned 21, instead of going to some club or something, I went to his gay bar, watched a drag show, and my buddy bought me some shit where a super ripped bartender put his legs around me and gave me a shot poured from a shot glass with his mouth about two inches from mine. Yeah. It was honestly fun as shit. (laughs) And I'm very secure dude, so it was all in fun. I'll even admit it was kind of fun to be hit on like I was some sort of super stud. Um, Okay, getting hit on by gay guys is kind of fun. I don't know that I've ever been hit on by a gay dude. Maybe I have. I don't know. I don't think I have. I I know I have for sure. You know what? It, it's here's the thing. When when women hit on you, it's it is it's just a little bit more subtle to the point where I, I sometimes I was like, wait, are they hitting on me? When a gay guy hits on you, you know they're hitting. Yeah, on yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> they just grab your balls or something I, like that. I, I remember uh, we we have a mutual friend that that um, had a very very gay roommate. Who was a BMW auto mechanic, and like I guess he he kind of butched it up a little bit when he was at work, and then when he wasn't at work, he was just full like flaming gay. And there was one one night I went to go visit our friend, and his roommate had a bunch of his friends over, and I just I just <laughs> knock on the door and it opens up, and it's like it's like just gay dance club in their apartment, and one of them opens the door and he's like. Ooh, who are you? <laughs> and and I, I was I was both un- very uncomfortable at the time, but very flattered. I'm like, I'm like I feel like I would be welcome at this party if I wanted to to uh, find the new gayest thing I've ever done. But I did I did not I did not party with with uh, Keith and his fabulously gay friends. Yeah, gay gay gay, gay people can be fun for sure. I went to a lesbian uh, club once with like. Was I in college or was I in high school? I don't remember exactly when how old I was, but it was it was like we had some friends that were les les lesbians and we went to this thing and I'm thinking, oh shit, this is gonna be fucking. I thought it was gonna be awesome. I thought it was gonna be like all kinds of chicks like making out with each other and everything. There was none of that. They were just like dancing and having a good time. I was no, like, that would be the gay bars. <laughs> I was like, that's fucked up for, for gay men. Anyway, that was it for Reddit question number two. Uh, we are going to wrap this episode up with. Binge and Purge, where Aaron's going to talk about Severance. Yep. Today, we were reviewing Severance on Apple TV. Uh, 
Now, first, Severance might be the most depressing thing Ben Stiller has done since Zoolander Part 2. But instead of playing a beloved character who is much too old to be really, 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 really ridiculously good looking, Stiller is directing this science fiction-ish psychological thriller. In Severance, a company has developed a procedure that severs their employee's psyche into two parts. One part only remembers what happens at work, and the other part only remembers when they leave the elevator at the end of the day. That in of itself, to me, was fucking terrifying. Uh, I've had jobs exactly like that, where you leave for the night, blink, and then are like, wait, how am I back here already? Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah. That was especially some of the coaching jobs that I had, where it was like, you'd you'd work like a 12-hour day. And then I really felt like, I'm no, I'm just back in the office again. How did, how did this even happen? Yeah. And to make matters worse, the job has a very dystopian sort of 1984 meets the price is right kind of vibe. And none of the workers have any idea what they're actually doing. Our protagonist department, Macro Data Refinement, spends their time staring at 1980s computer monitors trying to identify numbers that look scary. Is that, I mean, that's, they, they're supposed to like, they get like this em- overwhelming uh, emotion of fear when they see a certain number and they don't know why it just like, oh my God, I'm panicking or whatever. So they have to file this number sequence into this like digital, whatever. Have you ever had that emotion when looking at numbers? <laughs> no, I, no, I have, but it's usually after I've drank tequila and then I have to wake up and see what I bought on Amazon the next morning. <laughs> do you do that? Do you, do, well, um, I not 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 on tequila, but like sometimes, like late at night, I will buy stuff on Amazon, and then the next morning, I'm like, wait, why did I do that? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, it's like, yeah, now I'm gonna have this weird weird thing showing up at my door. Uh, back to Severance. The yeah. cast is probably the best I've ever seen in a streaming show. Yeah, um, it's led by Adam Scott uh-huh. and includes John Turturro. Yep. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. I love I love that. Go ahead. And Patricia Arquette. Uh-huh. Did you want to see something about... No, I was just going to say I love... I don't want to... You might cover some of it in the... So I'll let you... I, I didn't go into any of the main cast because they're, it's like they're so good that I think their previous work speaks for themselves. Yeah. And it's... I also like the fact that you get to see them in something a little bit different, like particularly Adam Scott. We've seen him in a lot of comedies. Like mm-hmm. he was in Step Brothers. Well, this is a comedy too, but it tends to be a little bit of a different style I, of... I, I don't know. There's some comedic parts to it, but this I don't think this is a comedy. Like this isn't okay. like a ha-ha funny. Like it's kind of like dark psychological. I mean, there's definitely, like I said, some funny parts, but this this is not a straight comedy. Like well, you, you it's would, like if you've seen um, uh, Cable Guy... With uh, Jim Carrey, like that was a comedy, but it was so dark that people were like, "Is that really a comedy?" That's kind of how I feel about this one, where it's there's a lot of dramatic stuff and crazy psychological stuff going on too, but it, but there is like a lot of like humorous, mm-hmm. uh, like situ- like situational humor that you're like, "Oh, okay, I I, I get this part." But yeah, I, I didn't talk about any of the main actors that much. I mean, cause, again, it's you're like, "Oh, John Turturro," like regardless of what role he's playing, you know he's gonna be really fucking good in it. Yes, yes. Although, although his character does have a, a, an arc that you might not have been expecting. I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I also saw a lot of the lesser known actors did a really good job as well, including Britt Lauer. Uh, she's the female lead and plays... She, she's the female lead and I thought was sort of like the everyman in this story mm-hmm. because... I know I wouldn't be cool with it if I just woke up in the middle of a subterranean office, you know, compound and, and could never leave, basically. So she really captured, like, the fuck all this attitude I think most of us would have mm-hmm. in that situation. 
And Zach Cherry also did a fantastic job adding, adding levity to the show. I think a lot of the comedic... Which one's Zach Cherry? Zach, when I saw Zach Cherry, I was like, wait, is that the dude who was vlogging the bus fight scene in Marvel's Shang-Chi? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it turns out he, he is was. It? Is he? Yeah, same guy. Oh, yeah, he, he's funny as fuck. Um, and yeah, he was. I thought he was consistently funny through the whole show. And he, he actually is like the main uh, like comedic actor. Yeah. So all in all, the show has a lot to offer. There's the mystery element of what's happening at the company called Lumen. There's great character development and performances by an all-star cast. And there's plenty of fodder for Philosophy 101 students to talk about when they're high at 1 a.m. For sure. Like, aren't we all sacrificing a piece of ourselves when we become a cog in the corporate machine? I mean, like, not us because our parents are paying 50 Gs a year for an educational resort. But, like, other people, man. (laughs) Is it really worth it? Well, there's still two episodes of Severance left, and they're releasing on Fridays, so we will have to wait to see if the show is, in fact, 100% worth it. But until then, I'd say this is a great time to cash in on that three months free of Apple TV if you just re-up your phone contract, because I give Severance a dystopian 9 out of 10 stars. Whoa, pretty good. Yeah, I, I rate it high up there, too. I think mine's more like an 8, 8.5. But it was, I didn't know I didn't know what to expect of it. Um, it just the premise of, like, Okay, you have this surgical thing, and then you can't remember what you did at work, and then when you're at work, you can't remember what the fuck's going on in your personal. Like that, that was like kind of weird. But Ben Stiller's been, because Ben Stiller was also in uh, Secret, the the remake or, or the most current version of uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. So I think that whole like dynamic of like escapism, of like escaping your whatever you want to call it, a mundane existence, is something that Ben Stiller's been kind of like. That's something that's probably near and dear to his heart especially like i said it's it's this this plays along with that like if you've seen walter mitty you know what i'm talking about where um the main character like has like these daydreams and goes off into la la land and shit and so that there's a similarities with that in this show i mean i think particularly people who who have office jobs yeah there's that feeling of like oh i'm freaking trapped in this space and you're doing work where it's like what is the real point of this i mean that part part of why i I like doing contracting work is like when you were done like oh look there's a tangible thing right here like look i made something i put in a new floor for someone i did something to to improve this person's home like where you could see it where i think a lot of people who are doing office work it is just shuffling you know it's not as simplistic as, as in the show but it's like just shuffling numbers around and stuff like that where like oh what am i actually doing you don't get to see the the benefits of that so it, it, this was an interesting way to, to look at it yeah yeah it, it also had elements that reminded me of the movie uh the island if you remember that with uh was it ewan mcgregor and uh what's that hot fucking chick the hot what the fuck oh scarlett johansson uh anyway it they had there was some elements of that like the island in in the show that i thought were like similarities that like like you said when you're 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 doing some for the lack of better words, like you're doing like a mindless job. You don't know what's going on, but there, there is an effect to what you're doing. You just don't actually get to see what you're, what you're impacting or how, how, how your daily fucking mundane shit impacts some other, some bigger picture. I thought it was a good show. I, I, I always love the, the levity stuff, the humor stuff and, uh, Totoro and walking, I mean, home fucking run, dude. It was, it was, that stuff was all unexpected to me, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, <laughs> holy shit!" Uh, but fucking hilarious. They pull it off very well. Um, 
both characters do their in their own right. Like they just do that because there's comedy in that stuff too. Um, and then yeah, that one, uh, the black dude, fucking funny as fuck. He's just like. <laughs> He got, like he talks about his his prizes, the finger traps. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> they, well, that, that's that's one of the things. So if if they complete their quota or whatever, and they find enough scary numbers, they get perks. Yeah. So it's like he's like, yeah, that's why I've got the most finger traps, guys, because I'm the smartest. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you might get a celery and peanut butter party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like the shittiest rewards. Yeah. Which. It's funny. You, you, I, I, well, again, a lot of these jobs, it's like you do get these these quote unquote perks. But if you step back and see what you're really giving up to get them, you're like, yeah, this isn't worth it. And they just wanted to, I think, amplify that as much as possible. Yeah. Good show, worth the watch. Uh, I have yet to watch this most recent episode. I think I've I'm on like seven or eight or seven. Um, you probably saw six because seven is is the, the last one. The current one, yeah. I know. I, I think I saw that it's been signed up for a season two as well. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure I saw that somewhere. I'm just really looking to see how this season ends because they they've built enough sort of suspense and questions and and uh, you know like wait what the fuck is this moment where if I think there's some satisfying answers to that it's going to really elevate the show. Like I could see. I could see my rating dropping significantly if they just can't, yeah, they can't tie pull the whole together. thing up. Because um, yeah. that is tricky, right? Sometimes with these weird sort of uh, mystery elements, it, it, it's easier to raise the questions and actually answer them. But if, if they can get some sort of satisfying conclusion, yeah. I, I think that 9 out of 10 will stand strong for me. And if not, I'm still enjoyable so far. Yeah, you hope they don't pull a fucking a Lost. <laughs> Where they're just like, what? What the fuck? Like... You you opened all these doors and you didn't fucking give me a, f- a finality to any of this shit. Like, what the fuck's going on? Well, you know what? That's actually... I didn't think about that. There are some really Lost-like elements. Um, like, I can't remember what season, but there was one guy in Lost who was, like, stuck in, like, a subterranean, like, house and he had to reset a dial or something was going to happen and you never answered... You never really got good answers to what any of that shit was about. This is kind of the same, like that. The, this whole thing of them sitting at the mon- you know, the uh, monitor, trying to find these these emotionally scary numbers, actually is kind of reminiscent of that. But I got I gotta believe our boy Ben Stiller would not do us wrong like that. Let's hope so. But yeah, I'd say uh, worth worth the watch for sure. There's a lot of cool shows uh, coming up here pretty soon. I know uh, Moon Knight is coming out towards the end of the month, I believe. Halo just launched. And I watched the first episode. That was pretty cool. A bunch of cool shows that are like, I think see, uh, Stranger Things season four is coming out pretty soon. But uh, to hold you over, for sure, check this show out. It's funny. It's got some, some dramatic stuff too. Good acting, really good acting. Uh, I enjoyed it. I don't have anything else. Anything that you wanted to add to the... How much time do we got? We're at about 50, a little over 50. It's where it's always fun when we get to the end because I'm like, oh yeah, there's all sorts of like life stuff going on. But do we really want to put that in the podcast? I don't know. <laughs> but it's tr- it's tricky because I do feel like most of the time we actually talk is during the podcast. Yeah. We, so it's it's nice that we have a format. I'm like, oh, we're talking about Florida, but I do miss some of the older episodes where we're just shooting the shit about random stuff. Oh man, I just farted. I hope that doesn't stink. <laughs> I don't smell it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Whoa. Dude, you're not going to be happy with me. You're not going to be happy with I'm me. To put, I'm trying to put in an a, a, a emotionally resonant moment where I'm like, Mondo, I miss it when we just catch up and Mondo's like, mm, 
butt farts. Dude, you're not going to be happy with it. If that one reaches your nostrils, you're going to be you're going to be upset with me. You're going to you're, you're going to not want to let me kiss you the cheek. <laughs> you know what? We never specify what cheek. Huh? Oh, it, Pay, uh, paybacks, bitch, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, so I I well, I don't think we've ever talked about this. I might as well talk about since we're talking about poop and farts. Um, I got a tushy about a month ago, and I'd never used a little bidet before. And I got the extra fancy one that hooks hooks up to warm water as well as cold water. And let me tell you, dude, the obviously the first the very first time I had to break it in, it it's a shocker. Like it literally, you're like, whoa, whoa I didn't that it just hot water shooting up your bee hole. Um, but dude, I I enjoy it. I enjoy it because in the morning, like when you like instead of having like a coffee to wake you up, like just take a shit and then. Splash your bee hole with water, with hot, warm water, and, you're, and it's gonna wake you up. It's gonna be oh, like, <laughs> no need for caffeine there. Um, but yeah, I told my uh, coworkers about it, and they're like, they're like, because uh, they, I think one of them has one, but he doesn't have the the hot water one. <laughs> so he's a little envious of me right now. I've I've had one for a while. I don't think I'm gonna get a hot water one because we have a tankless water heater in our house, so it takes quite a while to get hot water in general to the second floor. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't want to have to like sit there for like 45 seconds to get hot water to then use, because I just have to run the faucet the whole time, right? No. Well, with mine, I I like, because I can reach to the faucet from where mm-hmm. I'm taking the crap. So like, like you know, five minutes or so before I'm about, not even five, like a minute before I feel like I'm about to, to wrap up my poop session, I'll turn the just the hot water. I'll let that run right. for like, you know, 40, 30, 45 seconds and, and then by the time it reaches the whatever, and then just turn a little knob to the warm water setting. Right, Ooh. but but you've got a regular water here. You know how tankless water yeah, heaters yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you don't have hot water sitting there. Yeah. So like all, in your case, all you have to do is have the hot water that's actually sitting in your water heater filter through and clear out the water in the line. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ferrars, like it actually has to heat the water in real time and then push it up. So it takes even longer. So like I would just have to run a bunch of water to get the hot water. Kind of a waste. It, yeah. Is it worth it? I mean, if you're no, I mean, it's a different experience than the cold water. Like I, I won't. Now that I use the warm water, I don't use the cold water. If that <laughs> says that, if that says anything, like I'd rather, I'd rather wait, wait that extra thirty, forty five seconds, get the water nice and nice and warm. It's not hot. It's just warm. It's just lukewarm. It's like it's like taking a shower and then kind of like you know, giving your your bee hole a little wipe with uh, warm water. I was I was going to try your bidet like a week ago, <laughs> and and. I didn't realize there's like yours has like a setting where you can angle the little yeah, thing. Yeah, but that angle doesn't really move a whole lot. Like I find myself like I find myself positioning myself like differently. Dude, I tried to use it and it just it just shot water right at my deck and I was like, no, okay, yeah, 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 that, I'm done. That, I'm not trying to. The the aim the, the the nozzle adjuster thing doesn't really it doesn't it doesn't really do a whole lot. Like I said, I I just end up like kind of shuffling or shifting in my seat and getting little. I will I'll just stick to my cold water bidet. But that's pleasant. It's, it's but, hard because. Do you, you know they make travel bidets? Yeah, I saw that. I don't know how they work, but I don't. I don't know. It's just. It's just. Uh, it's like this little tube that you just put water into, and it has um, like a little flip down, uh, like almost like wand, and then you just have to hold it under your butt yeah. and angle it. it no. For me, it was worth it. Oh, you got one of those? Oh, I, I had one because yeah, like there was a while where. I can't. Remember. It was. It was. You know what? It was. I. I was when I was still going to Twenty Four Hour Fitness. Um, I think they had accidentally swapped sandpaper in instead of their toilet paper. And I, 
I mean, it, I'm just saying it was really, it was, really it was rough. ripping your b-hole open. And yeah, I got, I got a little butt irritation. I'm like, okay, only bidets now. I'm not using yeah. any of these. Yeah, it is hard. It is hard. Like when I got to take a take a do at work, like it's just like, it's not the same. Like I want to go home and take a shit. I don't want to take a shit here. I want to go home and use my bidet. But uh, highly recommend it. I know it's funny. Is a lot of other podcasts I listen to, you will have like spot, like real sponsors. And every now and again, one of them will be the tushy, yeah. the tushy sponsor. I'm like, we don't have sponsors, so I'm not going to promote a specific brand. But if there's a brand out there that needs me to promote their bidet, I'd be more than happy to talk about how you help clean my b-hole. I don't have anything else. You have any final thoughts before we wrap it up, sir? Nah, you know what? That was such a strong, <laughs> uh, a strong ending. Let's let's wrap it up there. Thanks, yeah. Uh, thanks again for listening to our our episodes, guys. And yeah, keep telling your friends about the show. Our our listenership is growing like very slowly, but it's growing anyway. And we appreciate it. Um, and if, like I said, if we get to fifty subscribers, I'm kissing Aaron full on in the cheek. Hell, for a hundred, I'll kiss him on the mouth. For hundred subscribers, yeah. I mean, how many subscribers <laughs> for the taint? For the taint? <laughs> hmm. that's, that's the real question. <laughs> hmm. To be determined. Thanks to our folks in Canada. Hope you guys loved the episode. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.